First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPNATIONUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Welcome to episode 74 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm your host, Steve, and as always, my co-host is Adam. Hello. And we have a very special guest host tonight, podcast legend of Pittsburgh, (laughs) Douglas Durda of (laughs) Should I Drink That Podcast, and now owner and curator of Yin's Love Barbecue. Say hello. That that is the best intro I've ever (laughs) had. I like this. We got one of the OGs. (laughs) Look, we we uh, we already had Jason Sircone on the show, and we gave him you know the the fanfare. Now we got to give you the fanfare. <laughs> it's only right. Jason's it's a, a good guy. Yeah. So it's a lot of kissing the ring. Eventually, we'll have Ed, Ed, Ed and Day on. Maybe <laughs> they'll do a phoner. <laughs> They're so big now. Right. Too too big for us. <laughs> Uh, but tonight we're uh, we're taking a little bit of, of a divergence from our usual show. Usually we review three craft beers on the show, but we thought it was a little more apropos to uh, review craft beer barbecue sauces from another local um, business owner, Jamal uh, Harrigan. He's going to be on the show later to talk more about his sauce. But we have three craft beer brewed barbecue sauces. I guess is the best way to put that it. That is. So, what is the the brand of sauce that we're trying here tonight? So, the brand of sauce is uh, called Uncle Jammy's Sauces. Awesome. Uh, but it's part of the 412 barbecue family of products. He also has his own spices and he's starting to look into getting his own space to do his own barbecue cuz he does do catering and stuff as well. He has and we have had it before. Yeah, we've had his catering and that's yeah. why he's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> There's some damn fine mac and cheese. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I just wanted to give uh, Doug a little bit of a floor to introduce himself, tell him why he's here tonight, and what he'll be talking about with uh, Yin's Love Barbecue. <laughs> yes, what are you doing here? Yeah. Why have we invited you here tonight? <laughs> I was told there's free beer and barbecue, so yes. I, I'm not going to pass that up. <laughs> All right, well, then you go. <laughs> <laughs> Score. Yeah, great night already. So I've been the uh, the host of Should I Drink That? Dot com. Always got to put the dot coms in there. <laughs> Uh, since, oh geez, 2006, so 12 years, a little over 12 years now. One of the OGs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, back in the day when we started, there was actually a lot of uh, craft beer podcasts, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all there was, was uh, craft beer and comedy. I guess the, the two go together, as we've seen with uh, Drinking Partners. Oh, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a great combination. And over the years, uh, we're the, one of the only shows that's actually lasted through. Uh, we had a brief hiatus recently that uh, coming off of. And it's it's been quite a ride. I've seen Pittsburgh go from five breweries to over forty or yeah, so now. We're getting yep. pretty close to forty, <laughs> at least forty in the the general area. And it's 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 been fun. I've drank a lot of great beer, made of uh, made a lot of great friends, and now I'm starting to get into the barbecue world with uh, Yin's Love Barbecue. So what kind of led to that uh, pivot? Ooh, that, that, that's really <laughs> okay. good. No one's actually asked me like what, what caused the pivot. So how the, how it came about was 
uh, should I drink that was starting to slow down a little bit? Just family life. Uh, Sick Puppy had left the show about four years. Wow, I think it's been about four years already. Uh, he was he left the show because his career was taking off. Just life stuff was going on. He's like, I, I don't really have time to dedicate to the show anymore. He's like, but I want you to carry on doing the show. He goes, do it as long as you want. You've got my blessing. And originally it was, if one of us quits, we both quit. That's We were best friends, drinking partners for, that's, I hope that's not true. That's a trademark. That's a trademark. <laughs> Damn it. Sued. You got us sued. Dave's already texting me about it now. Well, we had a good run. <laughs> and we had always said that if, uh, you know, if we were going to stop doing it, then, then it was going to be both of us. And he's like, just keep going. If you want to do it, that's fine. See what you can do with it as just one person. And um, the slow, the show starts slowing down a little bit just because I've got two kids and life and work and I got laid off and I got hired and all that was going on. But the one thing that was constant was people kept asking me, where do I go for good food in Pittsburgh? He goes, you're obviously a guy who likes to eat. I didn't get this physique from <laughs> eating celery. <laughs> And uh, the number one question was, where do I go for barbecue? Because people down south and out west love to drink beer and eat barbecue. But in Pittsburgh, never really thought about it because it doesn't seem like Pittsburgh would be a big barbecue place. So I I asked a couple friends of mine at the Post-Gazette, Bob Batts mainly, and I said, Mm -hmm. hey, what do you know for barbecue? Because him and I are are barbecue fans. Mm -hmm. But we always went to the same few places. We knew uh, there was Smokehouse on West Liberty, which is now closed. You're going to notice a lot of these are closed now, too. Uh, Smoke, which is now closed. (laughs) And a couple others. Pittsburgh Barbecue on Banksville, which is not closed. No, that's still good. <laughs> They're still going strong. And uh, we're like, there's got to be more to it. I'm, I'm curious about it. He said, well, you made a, a list for Pittsburgh craft breweries. Why don't you see if there's something you can do for, for barbecue? So I started looking, and my list went from five places to 35 within, oh. within a few months after researching it. Yeah. I went to Yelp. Uh, I went to I went to a couple directories of businesses and just started looking things up in reviews. So I I searched the Post Gazette and the Trib. I'm like, oh my God, there's 35 places, and then that grew to about 40 places. So from that, I went, you know what? People are talking about beer. There's a lot of people talking about beer now. Uh, Someone needs to talk about barbecue. So I've, I went to a few places just to make sure that it was like good barbecue, not just, hey, Smoky Bones has a deal for <laughs> yeah, two and a half pounds of baby back ribs. <laughs> Nothing like that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, there's something I can do with this. And I really love barbecue and I, I want to learn more about it. And that's why I got into the craft beer podcast is because I wanted to learn more about craft beer. Mm. And that got me into home brewing and, and a total addiction. Well, same thing happened with barbecue. Now, two years later, I've got Yin's Love Barbecue going, uh, new logo and everything is actually coming out this week and i've been able to travel to quite a few places to go to barbecue fests and restaurants and i absolutely love it and now i've got the perfect opportunity to marriage craft beer and barbecue together which i can't think of a better marriage of two things than craft beer and and barbecue i'm so pumped to start getting back into this (laughs) i say you are living the dream with that combination oh it's it's fantastic (laughs) and a downside to everything was so i I took two years off i didn't drink for two years Mm -hmm. and that was mostly because uh, i was in an accident stuff happened you can't mix booze and alcohol or booze and pills apparently Mm -hmm. it's frowned upon so i i took a chance to you know sit down and think about what can I do next and that's when the barbecue really started to take off for me and recently I got the clearance the doc said dude go have a damn beer so <laughs> that's what I did and I went whoa we've got really great beer around here I can't wait to do something with this so 
it's been a crazy last two months getting everything back together and ramped up and wow like yeah this is this is gonna be fun well uh i think you're on your confluence right now because we have both craft beer and barbecue mixed together into a barbecue sauce <laughs> i just appreciate that you use the word confluence i know when we have multiple pittsburgh-based podcasts exactly here you gotta you gotta keep it local for the i like that <laughs> so uh the first one we're gonna try tonight though is called your arrogance amuses me and it is, <laughs> it is a fruity uh barbecue sauce made with your uh arrogant bastard oh very nice yeah yeah, uh, it's also made with brown sugar, papayas, and pears. One thing I've noticed that the parallel between a lot of the craft beers and, and the barbecues is that guys love coming up with names. They're really creative <laughs> names to go, uh, just like the, the craft brewers, those guys have to be tired too because everyone's going to come up with a new name. Mm-hmm. But the, the barbecue guys just have a field day with this stuff. So that's that's one area where they can always have the creative juices flowing a little bit. I think they have a little bit more flexibility with the 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 barbecue sauces than they do with the craft beers when they come up with names because i know the at least with the craft beers they have to get federal approval right right go ask scott smith about the troubles he's had with that oh, especially really? with eye opener <laughs> and see if you can get him to talk about it without cussing <laughs> usually on the show we take a look at the look and give it a you know just kind of a once over mm-hmm. uh we remark on the smell and then we taste it yeah. I guess we can do that with barbecue sauce. It's, uh, it looks like a chicken sandwich uh, <laughs> with minimal head. Uh, kind of disappointed in that. <laughs> yes, it's not very frothy. I'm sorry that your chicken wasn't frothy. Uh, <laughs> the buns. Yes, there there is an average farm. <laughs> <laughs> Down on the farm, good. So is this a, a wheat bun? Is this no, a, it's a uh, soft. It's a soft bun. Oh, all right. It's supposed to be a soft and sweet. Okay, so then I couldn't find King's Hawaiian. <laughs> That's some good stuff. I know it is. It's bullshit. I couldn't find it. I'm sorry. I don't know. Well, you mad at Market District. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I like a good King's Hawaiian. Yeah. So it's a lightly colored. It's not like dark, dark. It kind of like it's not as dark as ketchup even. Right. Right. Uh, even on what you would consider your classic barbecue, it's on the lighter side yeah. of that. Your Casey Masterpiece. Yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah. And it's not thick either. Right. So. Yeah, it's definitely not a thick sauce. Yeah, uh, it's a vinegar base. So the hue to this. <laughs> the hue. <laughs> if I look, if I was looking on my SRM chart, um, <laughs> now that's a, it's a light brown. Almost looks like there there should be uh, some brown sugar in that. I feel there bad. Is. Like I, <laughs> I'm looking at this bottle too. Like I should have bifocals on right now, because I'm old. <laughs> oh wow! All right, brown sugar is in this. Yeah, I'll take credit on that one. You guys are already digging in. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we do that. I, with I, I was smelling too. it, and it's just like it, it, it's very fruity, and it just—it's mm. fruity, but I'm telling you, what, it's got some spice yeah, to it. It's got some, put some on some the, the side of your plate, and then dip just your dip finger your, in. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I just took a I took a, <laughs> a sniff right out of the bottle. It uh, it announces itself. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's some, some stuff. authority to that. Yeah, I like it. See now, this this goes really well with the name too. Your arrogance amuses me. If you get a big head about yourself and go <laughs> mm-hmm. go into it too much, it, it'll bite you. So I wasn't expecting that bite. Yeah. Wow. It's it's very spicy, but it's also very good. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's that's the one thing that a lot of sauces, especially when you get into like the hot sauces, a lot of times they'll go heat for the sake of heat. Right. This is not that. No, this is balanced with flavor. That's the nice thing with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, although I really like the heat. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the fruits in it are like the, they're not easy to pick out individually. Right, but it has that sweetness mm-hmm. that, that keeps it balanced. That that melody, perhaps. Mm-hmm. 
a melody of sweetness. Mm-hmm. What's the, what kind of pepper did he use? Habanero powder. That would do it. Garlic powder. Uh, he also used, uh, apparently, mangoes and peaches. Okay. And mangoes on that? Wow. Yeah. Well, mango habanero is a, a combination that is loved worldwide. Yeah. Uh, other other spicy things would be uh, ground ginger, white pepper, and black pepper. So This has ginger in it. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I can kind of get the ginger, but that's... Wow, that habanero is really... And that explains the kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Here, that, here's what's <laughs> cool with that, too, is so I can really taste the, the... I can feel the heat on my palate, but the rest of my mouth's not on fire. Right, right yeah, yeah. And that's the sign of a really good sauce, too, because I'm not, like, screaming for a, a, a glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, like, my lips aren't on fire. Mm-hmm. This is not a punishment no, sauce. No, no. That would be awesome on wings. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. Yeah. This is definitely a chicken sauce. Mm-hmm. It'd be tough, I think, on pork. Although, no, you know what? But it's vinegar-based. I would put based. that, I would have, if you had coleslaw on top of the, like, creamy coleslaw on top of your pork, mm. that would that would be really good because it would cool it off a little bit. Yeah. You could also do, like, a Nashville hot chicken style uh, sandwich. True. With Ooh, that. Yeah. Put a couple pickle slices on top of that. Yeah. And some coleslaw. Oh, yeah, as, soon coleslaw. As, said, as soon as he said that coleslaw, I just went to yeah. a hot chicken sandwich. <laughs> Good pickles is something that we're lacking in Pittsburgh. And I know that we've got Pittsburgh Pickle Company. And I've butted heads with people over this before. (laughs) They're okay pickles. When I've bought them from Market District, they always, they're kind of flimsy when they come out. Mm. I never thought I'd be talking about pickles either. (laughs) So the the pickle spears that they have, they seem like they've retained too much of the... I guess their own brine that they're in because it, they, it's I want like a solid like Vlasic mm, and yeah. I know Vlasic is like probably like the Budweiser of the pickle world <laughs> but that's like a really good crunchy pickle whereas yeah. a lot of the other ones I get from Pittsburgh Pickle Company it just they're kind of flimsy and like eh. now their uh, their pepper one though has a lot of heat yes I, I, I've that. had that one before I, I like that one but I completely agree that it's kind of it doesn't have that snap yeah it's that's how I like my pickles and the way I like to eat barbecue I mean, drink my beer is how I like it. How you like your beer and everything is. It, this is the nice thing about being in food and drink is it's all your own personal experience. So mm-hmm. you could say a beer sucks. I could say a beer is awesome, and we can meet in the middle with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the point of our show and the fact that mm. we just have people on that have opinions, and it doesn't really matter if if it comes down to like if we have a beer on and everybody around the table says it sucks, there's a good chance it, that beer sucks. Right. Right. But if Adam, he's not a big fan of IPA, so if he says an IPA is bad, but I like an IPA, maybe that'll still encourage people to go out and try it anyway. Mm-hmm. That was one of the nice chemistries that I had with Sick Puppy is he liked the very aggressive in your This is also his attitude, too. His personality was very in your face, like, yeah, <laughs> F-M-N, And I'm like, yeah, I kind of like a more subtle, sweet. I liked a lot of the, um, I liked a lot of double box. I like the uh, things that are very malt forward too. I would really enjoy. Mm. And he's like, "No, I want the metal. I want the aggressive hops, and I want the boozy alcohol." I'm like, "All right, well, that's why we that's why we get along with the show, and we can understand where each other was coming from." Right. But also, I've had a beer that's been like technically it was very spot on for what it, the style and what it was supposed to be, and I'll drink it, but I don't like it though. Right. You can tell me that's a great beer and that it's it meets whatever BJCP guidelines yeah. are. <laughs> I don't like it. Right. So we've, I'm not going to drink it. We've run into that we've as well here too. on the show. Yeah. And there's times, too, where I've said a beer is it's a good representation of the style, but I don't like it. Right. But I'll, I'll say why I don't like a beer, not just sucks. Yeah. I think if you've been listening to episodes, you may have heard Adam steal your phrase then <laughs> for the style. It's a good representation of the style. That's right. Yeah. So uh, you already got into it of like the kind of beers you like. 
Can you tell us about the beers you like to pair with barbecue? Oh, a lot of that depends on the barbecue I'm eating. And and I said because like when I eat brisket, I love a good central Texas brisket, which is just salt and pepper, a little garlic, mm-hmm. nice crust on it, a good bark, you know, it's and that's it. I don't like it slopping with sauce. I don't like it. I don't like it any other way besides Central Texas. And I, I've had all the different types of it, and that's just that's my preference. It's going to depend on how the pitmaster makes the barbecue, what types of wood they're using, and that's going to that's pretty much going to decide you know what I'm going to pick when I'm if I go to a restaurant like say um, I don't know, I'm at uh, Spork Pit for instance, and I'm going to go down there and I'm going to have their um, I'm going to have their pulled pork or something. I'm I've had that before when they were testing it out, and I'll most likely have some kind of wheat beer I'm not gonna have a hefeweizen <laughs> but i'm gonna have a wheat beer a lot of the their smokier beers i also like to have though a kind of a mellow ipa to it uh so actually there's a lot of west coast ipas i really like having with my barbecue the problem that i run into is when i get into things that are sauced ahead of time i hate sauced anything ahead of time uh but unless it's like in this case a sandwich or something like mm-hmm. that that's fine but if i'm going to a pit and they've got chicken or they've got pulled pork i don't want it sauced i want my sauce on the side so i can see what right, they have right. and then from there i'll say okay i want this beer to go with that sauce and, and this food granted a lot of people won't go in there and do what i do <laughs> <laughs> those be like screw it, i just want a beer i want a meal and, and go but, but that's what i do when i go into even like pork and beans i'm like all right i try the sauce with that meat i like that give me this beer because i know that beer's profile right on. i do the same thing with uh with mixed drinks too like old-fashioned is my favorite by far my favorite mixed drink with, yeah. with barbecue it's i think that's the most diverse drink out there right now so i'm going to put you on a spot just a little bit uh with this sauce that we have here what kind of beer do you think you would you would go with with this sauce well, now that we've had a chance to try <laughs> that, that's got some heat to it so i'm gonna go i would even drink like a stout on that one Ooh. Because it's you gotta calm that that heat down. <laughs> Need that coating. If you're gonna end up drinking like a chili beer after this, you're, asking, <laughs> you're gonna be in some pain, man. You're gonna be in some serious pain. But I want something a little bit, uh, a little thicker. Um, Ten fifty would be awesome. Yeah. With, with that, Ooh, yeah. Uh, knock you on your ass, but right. It'll be <laughs> details, good time. Details. Yeah. Uh, Depending on how much barbecue you're eating, you're already going for a nap, though. So. Yeah, that, that's a good point, too. When, when I know I'm going to go out for barbecue, I, I'm ready to put on, like, the strap on the feed bag, and I, I won't eat breakfast and lunch or something very light just to get me through the day. And, and I can sit down with a, a platter for two and, and just plow right through it. Mm-mm. So, yeah, I'll totally agree with Doug uh, as far as uh, drinking a stout with this uh habanero sauce there mm-hmm. uh because i'm drinking the full pint night of living stout oh nice yeah there you go yeah uh it's doing me pretty well very nice <laughs> I, I will say though i i would also pair it with a with an ipa but like a plain kind of fruity ipa sort of like maybe a tropicanon yeah 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 no, nothing like a spicy ipa i know right. jalapeno ipas are out there and stuff, mm-hmm. but i want to do that just like a, a nice tropical one yeah. icy mango <laughs> <laughs> Get out. <laughs> well, it's been nice having you on the show. Let <laughs> me get a can of hams. Yeah. <laughs> Six Schlitzes or whatever's free. <laughs> so I got a I got a final question for you, Doug. Where is the best barbecue in Pittsburgh? You already said you already said that you're a big fan of the Central Texas Pit. So where's the best place to get that at? Oh man, that's loaded. Shoot. <laughs> right, so there's no uh, the the way I see it is there's no one place that kind of wins everything mm-hmm. uh, i've got my favorite thing at, at different places okay and that's the same thing with beers too is i don't have i can't say one brewery is my absolute favorite because everybody makes one type of beer that i like at different places so yeah right um 
So for best ribs, I would say uh, Two Brothers out in Presto, which uh, if you're not familiar with that area, it, which a lot of people aren't, I'm funny, I was up, kind of out by Bridgeville-ish. I never even knew Presto existed until I, I looked up Two Brothers on a map. I'm like, oh, look, there's another neighborhood in Pittsburgh. Because <laughs> we don't have enough of those. What's really cool, too, is they got their uh, their smokers are right next to their, their little stand, and they've got a beautiful wood pile. It's one of those things that if you don't see the wood, you don't know if it's going to be a good, authentic like barbecue place. Mm-hmm. And granted, if you're in the city, you can't really see the wood pits. But if you're out in the kind of out like they are, yeah, their their wood piles are awesome. Their their smokers look really cool. So yeah, they make uh, really great ribs. They also have a brisket poutine. Ooh, yes, exactly. <laughs> they sent me a, a tweet about it and said we want you to come out and try the the poutine. Let us know what you think. And those curds are like just the right amount of saltiness to it, and then the gravy and the the brisket was tender. It was you've got to. Steve, how do you feel about just doing one segment? Okay. For this show, and then we go get some of that. The only downside is there's a lot of fries at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have poutine on the, on the fries, but it's there's so many fries, though, that you're going to want to take a nap. It's, it's, it's starch heaven. <laughs> uh, for pulled pork, I like uh, Southside Barbecue Company, especially with their barbacone. What you have to say, barbacone, <laughs> and then just blow out your meters. <laughs> awesome guys, I uh, really like their pulled pork. Best brisket I've had is uh, from Spork Pit, and they just opened uh, this past week. I had it at their. Um, they had a preview party last summer that I went to, and then uh, they've had a couple pop ups. It's their brisket is just fantastic. Their smoker was made down in Houston. They brought it up for this. Uh, their chef is just, he's really tuned in the brisket. I, I hope it's still just as good. And from the pictures I've seen, it, it looks fantastic. Nice smoke ring. Good bark. <laughs> I could talk about barbecue forever. Um, <laughs> best sausage would be uh, pork and beans. Has a breakfast sausage that's got bacon in it. Oh, boy. Top with uh, mm-hmm. an egg. It, just get it. Oh, boy. <laughs> they all, uh, pork and beans also has one of my favorite uh, appetizers, which is a pork belly pork skin. Or mm. pork belly potato skin. There we go. Okay. I would say that one a few times. Uh, yeah, really delicious loaded um, potato skin with pork belly on top of it. it it's a must try. You have to get that. Uh, for sides, though, I'd have to say uh, Chapinos, which has a pop-up barbecue event going on uh, every two weeks during the summertime. And I think they have two more left in September. They're a uh, more known for their whiskeys mm-hmm. and a cigar bar down in the Strip. Uh yeah, Chef RC just makes fantastic food down there, but his potato salad really stood out. Good brisket, too. Uh, and then mac and cheese is at Bobby D's in Kennedy Township. I was out there a few weeks ago uh, to try out his menu, and his mac and cheese is hands down. I will fight anybody who says <laughs> that this is not the best mac and cheese in Pittsburgh because it is so good. Is it bacon or no? There was no bacon in it, but there's mm. smoke there's smoke gouda, and, and it's the type of the secret is the type of noodles that he uses. But you have to go there and see it. And if you've been around Pittsburgh, you'll recognize the recipe. And I can't say who it's from because he told me not to. Okay. <laughs> but when you taste it, if you've had it before, you're like, I know that taste. It's like grandma made it. It's so good. Good. All right. Yes. All right. I've got some places already. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a quick episode just so everybody knows. <laughs> and if you ever Adam need to go hungry. on a, a barbecue trip locally, too, I mean, I, I've got plenty of places. Uh, I, I've gone as far as Cleveland. 
for, oh. for barbecue. Nice. I've gone to Erie, too. I actually drove up to Erie one day and said, you know what? I'm hungry for barbecue. Federal Hill is open. I'm going up there, and <laughs> they make the best. This is next to brisket. My next favorite thing to eat is a beef rib, like just not the sh- little short ribs, but like right. the big one and a half, two pound beef rib that's like 40 bucks and will just put you into some kind of shock because yeah. it's so greasy <laughs> and delicious and buttery. And yeah, Federal Hill is probably one of my i wish we had a federal hill down here because i would be there at the time <laughs> it's so good and they have uh vegan wings Ooh, chicken wings really huh. they use whatever that they, stuff that is satan or yeah, whatever it's, it is it's that whatever it's satan's satan con- yeah, like satan's satan. concoction <laughs> and they, they said you got to come up and try this we we have it and bob bats actually was like dude you're going up there because i am not i i can't do this you gotta go up and drive for me it's like i'm not driving to erie just for that I'm like, well i'll go up i've got family so I, I went up and tried it and it tastes like a buffalo wing no shit oh right yeah. on hmm. and supposedly it's healthy supposedly supposedly <laughs> i don't want but anybody to tell me otherwise but definitely go up there for for uh their beef ribs on saturdays that's a, a, a Really good thing. And, uh, in Cleveland, I go to Proper Pig, which has probably the best brisket this side of the Mason-Dixon. Hmm. And I will fight somebody on that one, too. <laughs> I feel like we have a new series have, coming on. They have beer up there, too. <laughs> Doug fights somebody in a parking yeah. lot. <laughs> Doug fights over barbecue. Wouldn't it be the first time I fought someone over my opinion? <laughs> Usually it was over beer. Now it's barbecue. Just let me chug a 121st. It gives me muscles. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any, does that answer it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very long answer for it. But if you have any, if you have any suggestions, I'm sure you can just email Doug. Or go on the YinsLoveBBQ.com website. YinsLoveBBQ.com. Uh, yeah. uh, coming back though to our first sauce of the night, your arrogance amuses me. The fruity barbecue sauce made with arrogant bastard. What did everybody think about that one? Oh, that's a damn fine sauce. I like it. Yeah, that's a spicy one. Yeah, I, I like this sauce. I don't. I don't think I found it as spicy as you guys. But then again, I eat crazy, crazy hot Thai food. So that's <laughs> this fair. Is, this is just right in my wheelhouse. I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the right amount of spice where it's it's hot and you know it. Right. But you're. I don't think you're gonna pay for it. Like, yeah. And that's that is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think you'll pay on the rear end. <laughs> right. Right. Having not drank for. Is that right? Is that good English. Yeah. Screw it. Yeah. Podcast. Sure. We never good English. It's a podcast. Pittsburgh podcast. I'm pretty sure you can say. <laughs> yes, drink guys. <laughs> Let me tell you about the assault. Now that's not more Boston. That's yeah, it. Uh, not drinking for two years. I, I the other thing I had was a lot a really bad palate burnout mm-hmm. because I, I drank for like almost twelve years straight. Mm-hmm. You know, drinking really good craft beers constantly, so I was able to give my palate a rest. And my biggest concern coming back was that I wouldn't be able to taste the beer mm-hmm. like I used to. And the first one I had was the the Hop Farm small, uh, small Crop Session IPA, and my mouth just went crazy. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> all these different flavors. So with sauces, though, I've noticed I could pick out a lot of really good de- – like the smallest detail to sauces. Mm-hmm. So that sauce, the heat on that is uh, – I don't want to say it's perfect because I, I don't think anything is ever perfect, but damn, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was perfect. Well, okay, yeah, shit, yeah, I just I mean, said it. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> no, it's, it was the right. It was the right amount of heat. My mouth wasn't on fire, right. and yeah, it was, it was really good. It was flavorful too. That's yeah. what I like. Check plus. Check plus. Oh, absolutely. Well, we've got two more left for the evening, so we'll see if anything can conquer it. I don't know, but uh, we'll come back with segment two, and uh, Jamal's here, so we can get him to talk more about his own sauce. Perfect. Hooray! Come on back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. 
Tavorgis, the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off their order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com, Tavor. Welcome back to episode 74 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. You're listening in to our craft beer barbecue sauce episode, where we're reviewing and trying craft beer barbecue sauces from the Smoky Cities 412 Barbecue, and this is specifically the Uncle Jammy's line of premium craft beer barbecue sauces. Ooh, I like that. Premium. <laughs> So I, uh, I want to introduce everybody to Jamal Harrigan. He's the owner, proprietor, and brewer. I like to call it brewer of brewer? these sauces. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> hey, hello, hello. Welcome. Uh, I guess this is Hop Nation, or I don't know what you guys call your listeners, but uh, we don't have a we don't have a term yet. So feel free to call yourself a citizen if you want. I think we've used Ooh, that once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hop citizens. I yeah. like it. You heard it right here. Uh, TM Hop Nation <laughs> USA podcast. I'm hashtagging Hop, that right now. Yeah, Hop citizens. <laughs> I like it. Oh my god, we just created something. That's right. We are I'm breaking new ground. It only right took here. us 74 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just happy to be a part of that creation right We're there. making history. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you on the show with your uh, fantastic barbecue sauces. For everybody who was listening to the first segment, I don't know why you would skip to the second. Right, but that's bold that you got right here at yeah, this point. Right. <laughs> so you got you got here right at the right time because uh, I'd like you now to introduce your second sauce. Oh, definitely. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you guys for all the kind words. I was sitting, sitting there in limbo just uh, <laughs> hearing everybody talk about, you know, your arrogance amuses me. This second sauce uh, is Hooray for IPA. I wanted a fun name, and this is um, one of the top sellers. It's made with Southern Tier. Uh, was it two times IPA? Or two times, IPA? yeah. Two times IPA. Um, tomato mustard base. Um, very scaled down, only a little bit of garlic powder, you know, black pepper, onion powder. I really wanted the beer to kind of stand out on this one. And... As a bonus note, you guys, Dennis has probably been on this podcast oh, yeah. for a sip brew box. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, this sauce and your arrogance amuses me was created just specifically to be like exclusive for their uh, brew box. This sauce right here that we're going to taste literally is the first thing Dennis asked me to make. He's my neighbor two doors down. He comes up. Hey, working with Southern Tier. Can you make something? <laughs> I'm, I'm one person. I can never say no. That's why I get overloaded a lot. You know, as I'm like turning to go back, uh, Dennis, being Dennis, is like, oh, we're shipping out on Thursday. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so I had like eight days to come up with a sauce with Southern Tier. And for my process, it takes a much much longer than eight days because um, you have to, you got to do a test batch. Well, you got to do research, test batch. And then you actually have to do like a small production batch. Mm-hmm. Eight days was insane, but this is what I came up with in those eight days. Apparently, it worked out for you because you said it's one of your best sellers. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, it is a hard charging um, sauce. I I'm I'm trying. I got like a secret plan to kind of ingratiate myself with Southern Tier. Maybe we can get like a. A deal going. I like sell that. some at the tap room. That's exactly yes. what I was thinking. Going down to the North Shore. Yes. 
I think it's best we get to uh, just kind of remarking on it. We'll try it, see what's up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where you want to start. If you want to look at the smell, taste, we do it all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you want to look all, at all five senses. Yeah. Well, uh, I can take you through it. First of all, this is going to make me sound like a crazy person, but when I first started out, you know, trying to actually become a better you know, barbecue sauce maker. Um, you wanted to look at like properly seasoning and making sure, you know, you at least fit the bill. So I basically tore apart, you know, an eight by 11 piece of white paper and every barbecue sauce that I was like researching. And I'm talking like, when I say I'm neurotic, like I clear out a shelf in a supermarket <laughs> and now I have like 50 barbecue sauces just with a swatch of paper and I have barbecue sauce splayed on it so I can see. Oh, wow. The, wow. The, the, the like the peppering and everything else like that. So <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. So you, you guys have a white cup, but I, I mean, this is kind of like when you put it down, you can see like there's speckles of like black pepper. It's not mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. um, but when I first started out with that speckling wasn't there, you know, like it was like gritty and grainy and this one, you know, not coats nicely. There's separation. There's not black pepper. There's like black pepper, like a couple millimeters apart yeah, from it another. Looks well mixed. It, yeah, yeah, it's well mixed. It has a nice color to it. It looks right. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if you brush it on a, a piece of chicken, it's going to actually make it look good. And it's that attention to detail. Um, you can actually sit. Well, viewers at home, viewers at home can't see it. But when you look at it on the after you pour some of it out there, you can see the, there's a little red in there. Mm -hmm. All the different spices you're using, yeah, it, it yeah definitely gives it more character because like when you just look at like Casey masterpiece, it's just you know slop on there. Like <laughs> this, you can see the actual ingredients. It looks good, right? And I'll tell you, I've I've been eating while Jamal was talking. <laughs> I really like it. I, I I think this is again this is another good chicken sauce. Okay, it, it, it like I I like mustard uh, based sauces. And this one, like, it has that little bit of tang to it. It's definitely not hot at all like the last one. But, I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of this. I, I like it. All of your fans in Kansas City are now going to protest, too, <laughs> what you said about Casey Masterpiece. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Please don't. This is Jamal talking to you. Just listen. <laughs> I am good at what I do, and it's not a put down. I was telling an anecdote off, uh, um, off air about my mac and cheese. Um... I was in the room when Doug's made his comments about the wonderful mac and cheese. My ego was like, oh, you can't let him do that. But I'll fight you. I know. Doug will fight you. I'm going to fight you with a bowl of like mac and cheese, though. I'm going to throw it wrong. at you. Mac and cheese. Mac yeah, and cheese. Exactly. Mac and cheese fight. That's it. I, wanna get a mac I haven't and had fight. your mac and cheese yet. So. I know. I got to get stuff going. So it's get... the best tasting mac and cheese that I've had to this point. Exactly. I don't talk myself up enough. That's mm -hmm. probably my worst. I didn't understand this. It's probably my best thing as a human being. But as a business owner, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. You got to sell yourself. Absolute right. worst. I mean, when I was at the tryouts, for, that's why uh, you got to start fighting Doug with mac and cheese. That's how you promote. <laughs> oh my yourself. god, that would be <laughs> mac and cheese. Throw it out. That would be the most immature, but the best fight ever. Like, here's what I'm thinking. We get hooked up with the good people of the KSWA. 
Okay. <laughs> we go down to Spirit Lounge. We get him in the squared circle. That's the opening card. That's the curtain jerker. Yeah. yeah. I like where this is going. But I don't make the mac and cheese. I just eat it. Right. That's well, okay. You, Bobby D's makes the mac and cheese. You got. You got to see if you can conquer. Well, you get you get just, them involved, and you can be the valet, bringing them to the ring. Or, yeah. Or he's the ref. Ooh, there yeah, you go. Special oh. guest referee, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Bobby D's mac and cheese versus Jamal's mac and cheese. <laughs> Thank God I bought this Fitbit so I can <laughs> I can go hit some more steps here. Dude, I will stand right next to you on that treadmill and just feed you mac and cheese pork and brisket. I want a poster of that. that that's my new avatar. Dude, see, that's, what that's I my cover do. photo right there. There you go. That is what I need to do to self-promote myself. Literally, my, my whole gambit is I, I just have people taste at the booth and mm-hmm. I can just shut up. Because like I'm an introvert, so it's like perfect. I was just like, you don't need me. Taste this stuff. I, I mean... Hey, and I, you know what? We saw it work last night. It, we were at a brewing competition, and you just happened to show up with the sauces that we're tasting tonight. And people tried it, and then people just started buying it. Right. <laughs> it was right, the craziest right. thing. Yeah. You, you'd only been there for five minutes, and then immediately people were just buying your sauces. You also do uh, spice rubs as well, right? Yes. Yeah. And if it wasn't for my whole setup being with somebody else, because I had somebody else working on their market, I would have sold that. If I actually had more like bottles of the black barbecue sauce people they were literally like oh when are you having the black sauce like when is that <laughs> yeah i i know we're still on hooray right right but it's kind of my process like that the reason the the sauce is all black is basically because my brain wouldn't let it go you know okay yeah i couldn't like every time i would like look at my notes you know and like the concepts like i have a concept list that's about 60 to 70 sauces deep, but that's over barbecue and wing sauces. Okay. And this is going back like 13 years where I want to, I mean, there's even a sauce where I'm like, I want it to taste like a Big Mac, you know, <laughs> but that's, wow, that's, you mm, could pull that off. Mm, that's, that's like, but I'm, that's I mean, holy that's, grail shit there. <laughs> yeah. It's like holy grail. There's a lot of stuff. Like there's some crazy stuff that isn't just concept like because there's concept mm-hmm. and then there's actual like you've had like tests you've had yeah, test batches tests, and you're like yeah almost there yeah and then there's some stuff back from the state college days where i actually like i snuck into tussie mountain wing fest mm-hmm. a couple of years <laughs> like oh the one year it was very blatant mm-hmm. um um, where I just tacked on to the Quaker Steak and Lube. And then the other year, they just, I don't know what happened, but they just kind of let me do it, you know. And it was just me. Like, I had no help both years. And so, like, I still had a, the proudest thing about that is I still had a line. That's awesome. Crazy. Nice. nice. One year, I didn't even do it. Like, I had this one chick that just came for this one sauce. Uh, but the third year I was up there, I was not doing it. But I actually brought some of that sauce because I was like, there's no way she's not coming this year. <laughs> you know you have at least one repeat customer. <laughs> yeah, it was my Funkalicious sauce. What's that one about? That one? I just is... want to know everything about the sauce. <laughs> Obviously, you guys know from the names that I just kind of yeah, want to have fun. You're, you're very much – I'll make this observation really quick. You're very much like a lot of the brewers we've met over the years so far – as far as you have a backlist of recipes that you want to get to, and you're very good at naming your things right. very, very fun. <laughs> yeah. I try, I try so much, so hard. Um, yeah, but Funkalicious is like, is right up there with like Area 51. It might. See, now you just threw another name, but your Area 51 <laughs> is your tequila and avocado. Yeah, avocado, yeah. jalapeno, and tequila. Yeah. 
Now, that, that one's killer too, Doug. Not to be confused with Area 51 Barbecue. No, no, right no. I, I have no affiliation with those guys, but I do have an Area 51 sauce. And it's it's right now, it's technically the oldest sauce I make. Now, Funkalicious could technically count as like a proto sauce because when I worked at, both sauces were created kind of when I worked at um, the Red Lobster in State College. Okay. Because when I was oh, I on know break, that word lost it real well. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's going to be there forever. Like, <laughs> nuclear holocaust, that Red Lobster's going to be there. It's right next to the North Atherton. There are two businesses, the North Atherton Liquor Store and that Red Lobster are going to be there no matter what. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there. The Funkalicious, that's what we're talking about. Um, that sauce, um, when I was there, when I was on break, I would get... The pina colada sauce and the honey mustard dressing for my lobster, and I would mix them together. Nice. And it's this like weird, sweet, tangy, savory sauce. Just it's phenomenal on chicken. Like, and so when I took it to the Chicken Wing Fest, lights out. Like people, people loved it. But I count Area Fifty One as the first sauce because that wasn't proprietary. Like I just took somebody's honey mustard pina colada <laughs> together. Yeah. Area Fifty One. Uh, it was something that I've created and worked on. And Funkalicious is up there. I mean, there's, I mean, if you guys don't mind me running through the early roster, there was um, Area 51, Funkalicious, um, Teriyaki Torture, Ring of Fire, Surface of the Sun, uh, Huli Huli. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Surface of the Sun and Huli Huli. I looked, uh, I only made Huli Huli so I could add it to Surface of the Sun to make Ring of Fire because I was trying to compete with the, um, it was the last cowboy at the time, but it was the arena in State College. They had a sauce that was good, but it was inconsistent. It was or the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was a strip club. We'd have had so much fun there. <laughs> Wait, strip club and barbecue. Oh, no. Where am I thinking? I'm thinking of the end zone, maybe. Oh, that's not no, even. Yeah, the end yeah. zone. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. of the end zone. That's Sorry, like no. The, ar- the arena is not a strip club. No, the end arena. zone is what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's explore this barbecue and strip club. In so they go. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we got the Chipotle barbecue that's coming pretty soon. Sriracha barbecue, which I came up with a couple of years ago. That's that's kind of bananas. That's 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 next up for the four one two the barbecue line. That's that's on deck. Sriracha with bananas. That that might be a little much. <laughs> oh oh, you guys want to talk about? Oh okay, we're gonna skip ahead to the future. Oh yeah, okay. Um, while I'm thinking, because he just said with bananas, I was doing something where I had to ripen avocados really fast, and that means you get the banana peels and you put them in like a, like a sealed container, so the banana peels decay, they release that ethylene gas, oh. and the avocados ripen. I I never knew that's how you did wow. that. Cooking, yeah, <laughs> cooking tips. Okay, then. Well, yeah, that's how that's how you can get a really ripe avocados from like because they just spray that and tomatoes with ethylene gas, and that causes them to turn tomatoes red, oh. avocados, you know, black. It's cheating, right? But, you know, when you you got to make like four cases of Area Fifty One by a certain date, <laughs> you got to go, you got to go, you got to cheat. Sometimes you got to do it. Anyway, I've had all those peeled bananas. Put them in a crock pot with some vinegar, and then I just made it. The, the bananas turned like pinkish. I still 
technically haven't used the banana mixture for anything, but I mean, it's it's got to be completely acidic, so it should still be good in the fridge. Mm -hmm. hmm. What I'm saying is all that my mind went to was what to do with that banana vinegar mixture. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, I guess this is an exclusive. This is a Hop Nation exclusive. Nice. All right. Uh -oh. sound effect for Breaking news. I'll put one in. Sure. I'll put one in. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a sauce called sexual chocolate barbecue. All right. Ooh. There is, there is going to be that. Um, there's also a concept. It's um, going back to the banana. This is why it was kind of tangential, because I was thinking there's going to be a sauce called Coco Loco that's going to use banana vinegar mixture okay. and going to add in chocolate. Let's come back to this uh, sexual chocolate for a second. Yes. When I hear sexual chocolate, I hear there's a couple things that go through my mind. I'm thinking like obviously using real chocolate in there, but I'm also thinking like there's a number of different chocolate peppers out there. I think there's a chocolate habanero, there's a chocolate reaper, I think there's even a chocolate bell pepper that is like actually much sweeter than the regular green and reds. Yeah. Is this something that could be? Here's the thing, there is a lot, I mean, even that chocolate with the spice thing, there's a lot of ways we can go. Um, Cause there's even chocolate truffle tomatoes, mm -hmm. you know, you could make the, the paste out of. I'm gonna go, when I was looking, cause this is still in concept stage, but it's like, it's like near concept stage. Like I've written out like, recipes and like ounces and stuff i just haven't tested it it's gonna be almost like a mole oh okay mm. oh you know <laughs> but like barbecue sauce form yeah um we're gonna really get you that chocolate flavor we're gonna scale that it's not gonna be sweet like yeah so what i did is i overlaid it over um a carolina vinegar sauce mm -hmm. and a mole i don't know if it's gonna work but in my mind it, it might. It should. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it just might. Yeah. I support this endeavor. Yeah, and if you guys want a, like a spiced up version, I, I will more than I, like. I could part, yeah, I could. We can do. We can do an A and B. All right. We okay. can do an A and B. There's no. I mean, and we can also add a chocolate stout if that makes it eligible. For, yeah. Like, yeah. You you don't you guys don't understand when it's this early in the uh, the testing stage. You yeah, just go, go wild. Fair enough. Go wild. Enough. Go nuts. I really dig, you know, being asked to like challenge, you know, something if that's how people want to do it. I mean, I do have my crazy stuff, but a lot of my stuff is just like, you know, Dennis coming with this one. Hey, can you make me something? Yeah, that's a challenge. That's a challenge I like to accept because it means being creative and creating something. Hmm. It's not somebody coming in and saying, I want exactly that sauce. No, come, you know. Right. Do something similar. Yeah. Right. Can, can, can you make something with this? Can right. you do something well, yeah, with chocolate? Can you do twist. something? Right. Yeah. Dude, anything from like some people are like peanut butter. I, I put it down on that list and that concept list grows. And I think that's if you can take anything out of whether I stay the same size or I grow to be, you know, a successful millionaire. I think the one thing I've derived joy out of is actually running through that list just that creative process mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's yeah. it's 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 great because you get to you get to do off the wall stuff that's kind of <laughs> that's another reason i launched the uncle jamie's line obviously some of it's for the money yeah you should you should always try to do things right. for the money right. <laughs> the, I'm, i don't mean it like that but i mean like the higher margins help the business definitely but the uncle jamie's is more me 
Like you're you're seeing more me in the sauces. Okay. Because there's only so much you can do. The smoky's gonna be a hybrid and be like your regular barbecue. Yeah. The golden is gonna be Carolina mustard based. There are strict guidelines. Yeah. With sauces like these, I can do crazy stuff like sexual chocolate barbecue. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can do Coco Loco where it's just gonna be like a banana barbecue and stuff like that. And, um, and that you know what, that's something we see in breweries as well. Like breweries, they have their kind of set, you know, we have an amber, we have an IPA, we have a Hefeweizen, we have all those things. But then you get deeper into their roster, and it's a lot of the things that the brewers wanted to make for themselves right. that they wanted to see come out. It's like yeah. a lot of the Scratch series that's out there. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yep. yeah the Scratch series, the Hole Punch series, you know, just things people want to see come out. Like, mm. I know the guys at Grist House, they wanted to put out, like, their sours. So they started doing the Kaboom candies and things like that. Here's the cool thing with Pittsburgh and why this is the only market where this could happen at mm -hmm. for when it comes to barbecues because all the other regions in this country are set on it has to if you're in carolina this is your yeah. style, your <laughs> style of sauce if you're in kansas city you've got this only i well i shouldn't say only in pittsburgh but in, in pretty much in the the mid-atlantic states you know here on the east coast we can get away with this right. you can do whatever you want and you can yeah. make the best barbecue sauce out there and everybody else come on we make we make the Carolina gold. And, yeah. You know, and, yeah, well, we've got, you know, the sweet tomato. And, yeah, that, that's what we make. But in Pittsburgh, you can make whatever you want. Right, yeah. We don't have that. We don't have that regional restriction. Right. <laughs> and I think that's what Pittsburgh style is. I mean, there, I, uh, there isn't a, like, set, this is what Pittsburgh style barbecue mm -hmm. is. And I don't know if we'll ever see it, really, because it's, Pittsburgh's got such a hodgepodge of, of cultures yeah, yeah, here. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I'm just going to throw pierogies on everything. Pierogies <laughs> and fries and, you know, and, and ranch. And, there you and, go. And we're set. But that's the great thing about Pittsburgh is you can really do whatever you want here. And as long as it tastes good, it, people are like, do it. Yeah. I, I totally agree with what uh, all that Doug just said. <laughs> mm. I, me too. Um, that's, that's, what, that's what I get joy from, you know. It's just the fact that, you know, people are going to – people have been accepting Mm -hmm. I just had a brilliant idea. How's that? You need to start a line of pierogi sauces. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sauces, you know, sauces are the thing to do, and mm -hmm. I I will do it. I have, well, I've never been resistant to that. I have been resistant to putting my face on the bottle, by the way, um, for the hop, for the hop citizens. The hop hashtag, citizens who can't see the bottle at the minute. Hop citizens. Yeah. Um, well, this, sexual chocolate, you could put Randy Watson on there. Uh, thank you for that. Oh, my goodness. I was waiting for to see you. With all the 80s and 90s references I keep hearing out of the show, I was waiting for it. Mr. Randy Watson. Yes. We that actually is, probably would have said Mark Henry. But yeah, that's what I was going to go with. Oh, okay. That works, too. Uh, that would have been acceptable. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it was definitely, definitely the name was inspired by Coming to America, a wonderful movie. And but. you can't do it without doing it with, like, the graspy voice, too. Like. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. Well, fantastic movie. Fantastic sauce as well. The we, hooray for IPA. We should get back to this sauce. Yeah. And Let's, great wrestler, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fantastic wrestler, Mark Henry. <laughs> get at us on Twitter. Get at us on Twitter. <laughs> uh, you know, Mark Henry's from Texas. I'm sure he knows a good... And being as big as he is, I'm sure he knows a good bit about barbecue. He knows his way around. I'll sit down with a platter or five with him. <laughs> <laughs> I will make those platters for you and Mark Henry. I think it's time to get back to this awesome sauce. The yes. hooray for IPA. What did everybody think? I'm going to start with Doug because he was the first to induct himself into the Clean Plate Club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I watched him just take everything down. <laughs> yeah. What I really like with this, after hearing all the spice and everything you put in it, this is incredibly smooth. Like, it's not, this is the problem I have with making sauce. 
is my sauce is always chunky. Yeah, usually from the garlic. But dude, this oh my god, the when you said tomato mustard, yeah, I you don't hear about that stuff. Yeah, this is so good. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep eating it. <laughs> yeah, just well, it I, I think that's the lead in right there. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> I would definitely throw some pork. I'm not a big chicken person, mm. oh. but pork orgasm with the pork, like I, you know, it I makes me, it. it makes me very happy, happy, happy. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Adam, thoughts? So for me, uh, this is how I would like to enjoy an IPA. I kind of, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is a, this is another just well executed sauce. It doesn't have the heat as the first one. Mm -mm. Doesn't have mm -hmm. to. Uh, this is a, a, a good, smooth, I can't quite say all-around sauce, but it kind of is an all-around sauce. I can see this being used on a lot of different meats yeah. and a lot of different capacities. And bottom line, it's just a good sauce. Yeah. That's that's the best thing I can say about it. It's just a damn fine sauce. Yeah, for me, I, I'd agree with that. I, again, I'd also agree with I don't think it's an all-around sauce. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think I'd put it on, like, my ribs or my pulled mm -hmm. pork or my brisket, but... This is like a turkey, a chicken, some of the sausage out there. Like even bratwurst, I would throw this on some bratwurst. Ooh, because it's a mustard base. You get, mm -hmm. you get, mm. Mm. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah, see? <laughs> but yeah, ooh. This would be that, awesome on sausage. Yeah, it's a, it's such a tangy, like tangy mustard. And like I guess a little bit of that tomato, it, it, it's a really high class ketchup and mustard <laughs> mix a high class one that's right she's classy damn it oh yeah he uses ketchup not catsup catsup <laughs> i don't think anybody spelled it catsup since 1899 good indiana <laughs> i prefer not so to not indiana pa but the state mm, yeah they love their catsup <sighs> do get a little bit of a, a little hoppy tone to it yeah yeah, yeah. And that's, I really want to just scale down everything. That's why I use brown sugar instead of molasses. You really want it to be the focus, the beer. You want the beer to come over, and we got lucky. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. We got lucky that the bitter and the hops didn't, like, override Right, right, everything. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, had you, had you like, with a two-times IPA, that's that's kind of a big beer. But had you used something like the 120-minute, you might have run into that problem oh, of, yeah. it being too, of it being too hoppy and too yeah. bitter. It's crazy, you know, uh, the fact that I could hit essentially a couple home runs, is, um, especially with the uh, your arrogance amuses me. I literally didn't taste a beer until everything was already on the stove cooking. Like, I'm, I'm sorry for beer people out there. I like I know that sounds weird that you would already have like a batch in a pot and still not taste it until then. <laughs> but once again, beer. time constraints were applied for both projects. I had a little bit more time with that, but Dennis, I don't know if he's like a weird, like beer drinking Mr. Miyagi. I know I've mentioned Mr. Miyagi twice. <laughs> I guess I should call him Master That's Splinter. Okay, they had time. four movies, so you've got at least more references. Yeah, but <laughs> there were so many mentor movies. I see you don't count the Jackie Chan one. No, <laughs> nobody does. <laughs> I don't like. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to make fun of Jaden Smith, but it's, but he really does get the the most out of me. Like, although next time he comes and he's like, "Oh, you only have this many days," I'm like, "No," and then I'll do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you feel better about it this time around. Exactly. You told him no, at least. I think yeah. this would be too thick if you had molasses in it. You, yeah. You, the the consistency, the texture wouldn't be there. I, you went the right way with the yeah. brown sugar. 
Yeah, because molasses has that kind of it, it. It just takes something out of it, you know. Well, I th- I think the sauce works as well as it does right now. I don't think it needs anything added to it. I think it's pretty great. With that in mind, though, we still have one more to go. And it's game time. I know. It's game time because we're coming up with something out of the world. It's something I don't think either of us have had before. But it's going to include squid ink. That's your little tease for segment three. Welcome back. Hop Citizens, hashtag. It's episode 74 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and we're still here with Adam. Hello. And Doug. Hello. And Jamal. Hola. We're now ready to move on to our third craft beer barbecue sauce. And I'm going to turn it back over to Jamal to introduce this third incredibly black sauce. That's all I can say. (laughs) Right. Uh, I know it's insane, and to look at it, yeah, it is completely black it's almost vanta black for a sauce that's no. a that's a good reference that's a good science reference vanta yes. black <laughs> yes coming it, to it, a bottle near you it it absorbs 99 0.99 of all light <laughs> yeah and that's kind of what this sauce is it's just a really dark sauce but it's a good one i guess you know that we got some feedback the other day and it's, it's weird. It was supposed to be just like this novelty. Like, I, I told you, I mentioned the list earlier. This is one of the things that was on the list. Mm-hmm. This was such a concept. Like, I didn't even, I didn't have a name pre-picked out, so I'm having trouble, like, naming it now. I mean, Pen Dark Barbecue is good, but it's not, it doesn't have the thing or the remembrance as your arrogance amuses mm-hmm. me or Hooray for IPA or Area 51 or Funkalicious or Ring of Fire. I mean, I'm, maybe you just go Vanta Barbecue. That's kind of what I was thinking. It, <laughs> Black <that's>, Sunshine. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's got a Black it, Hole Sun. Oh. I I think I want it to be something. I want it to I, I'm going to I'm going to think deep about this cuz I, I really want it to represent something about me because it's such a special barbecue sauce. Something like Maybe to do with like one of my favorite shows growing up as a kid or something. I'll I'll probably rewatch some stuff, just to get something that like resonates with people. Other things to throw out there: Carl Sagan, the Black <laughs> Knight, the Black Knight. Uh, yeah, tis but a scratch. Tis but a scratch. <laughs> tis but a scratch. Yeah, barbecue sauce. Yeah, there we uh, go. Anything to do with the film Event Horizon? There was a lot of black hole stuff talking there. Yeah, there, you know now you're. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll spitball with yeah, you. Yeah, we'll spitball. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Your label could be like Metallica's Black Album. Just have your little logo yeah. in the bottom right corner, like just a you, shade. Do you lighter. understand that I once? Lars will sue you. I'm just letting you know. Right <laughs> I'll take we'll get on. you sued, but we'll also brainstorm with you. Yeah. I, that's why I have the black shrink band on there because I was like I was gonna just have it all like blacked out you know like blacked out barbecue or something like that you mm-hmm. know um because i mean even that one flits blacked out barbecue because you've got you got the beer in it mm-hmm. pen dark lager big shout out to pen pen brewery this one is tomato mustard but it's a big component of like mayo hmm really yes okay yes as far as like spices go because i think I think out of out of all three, I'm getting the most beer flavor out of this one. I'm gonna have to go look at the recipe again. There might be a higher percentage of beer just in this one. 
I tried to keep it in a certain range, just not so it doesn't get overpowered or, you know, it doesn't thicken enough, mm -hmm. which, by the way, I'm happy with the thickness mm -hmm. uh, of this one. I taste, I, I taste like kind of a brown sugary, like molasses taste to it. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm also getting kind of the maltiness of the pen dark. Yeah. But like otherwise, like the, I would say this is like obviously the least spicy. This is more of just kind of a, I don't know, kind of a creamy, uh, I don't know. Give me some words, Adam. <laughs> pantaloons. Pa nope, not pantaloons. Not creamy pantaloons at all. Triscodecophobia. <laughs> no, not the feel of Whoa. <laughs> he, he, he has one word in his... I'm never playing Scrabble against you. <laughs> Tintinabulation. <laughs> I'm just in awe that you could say those. <laughs> Very impressive words, not the words I was looking for. <laughs> Listen, you didn't uh, specify. I'm sorry. It's kind of more of a thick and creamy sauce rather than being kind of that, that spicy and tangy. This is something... This is something I would almost put on ribs. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to do black ribs now. That's just a crazy mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. People are going to be like, hey, you burned the ribs. No. <laughs> no. Those aren't burned. Those are charred. <laughs> That's the thing. You can't tell You can't tell if you uh, char this one. <laughs> oh, no. I, I cleaned out the pot today. It gets darker? <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, you cannot tell because when I was making it, I was like, I wonder if I'm burning the bottom. And you can't. You just can't. You're just looking at blackness. It's it really is like Vanta black. It's just like, God, I hope I, nothing fell in there because <laughs> you guys are getting it. Natural seasoning. There's a lady yeah. who's big in the barbecue scene named uh, Jess Priles, it, who's known as the hardcore carnivore. Try saying that after you've had a few beers. All right. <laughs> and she has a a rub that's basically it's black, mm. it's charcoal, and it's. I was thinking about when you said making the ribs. With this, I'm thinking. I wonder how many dishes she's made with the, with her hardcore carnivore black rub. And you look at it, going, I don't know if that's done or not. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that thing is it's black, but compared to temperature reading on it, I am jealous. Not to interrupt, but I am jealous because I do want to start research and doing a black rub. The number one thing I've really wanted to get off is like you know since living in Pittsburgh, is the black and gold pack that I've been thinking. Because I want to start a subscription box, and I want that to be, like, the flagship thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, have a couple of different things, like have a black sauce, you know, have a black rub. I've already introduced gold dust, you know, as my mustard rub. Another restaurant. Yep. <laughs> I know, I know. I couldn't, like, I couldn't name it anything else. I was like, <laughs> I, I agonized, and I was like, I... Look at this, too. I'm thinking, like, paint it black. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the Stones are aware enough of the world around them. To, they don't know what's going to, on. Yeah, so you shouldn't get sued by that. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. But it's something like that, you know? And then get that together. And I got the gold barbecue. So, like, up to this point, and, and maybe this is something you want to, you know, just try for yourself at home, Jamal, and maybe give to some other people. But uh, I'm thinking of um, Big Shot Bob's. I don't know if you guys have had their wings, but they do a couple, you know, mixes of like they have, uh, I believe they have a black rub, but then they also do a golden barbecue sauce with that. And they call that, you know, a black and gold. Yeah. Maybe you do this the reverse. You do the gold dust with oh. this. Mm -hmm. See what you oh come up with. God. I don't know. You know, I like only have like 10 locations in Pittsburgh now. I know. Right. <laughs> and 15 probably by the end of next week. Oh, my God. I, I remember. Love you, Meg. <laughs> Every place I move now seems like I I got a big shot, Bob's pretty right. damn close to me. <laughs> and there's one over in uh, Beachview. Mm -hmm. Right by us now, too. Yeah, there's really one cool. in Beachview. There's one all the way out in Hopewell. There's going to be one in Cranberry here in the next couple of weeks. What? 
Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so Doug wasn't wrong when he said that they'll have 10 more. Same. Yep. That's fantastic. I mean, yeah. yeah. Good for him. Good for them. Small yeah. business expanding. I do got to ask. I know we kind of alluded to this a little bit at the end of segment two, but how 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 did how did the sauce get to this color? How did, what was the how did the squid, on squid ink find its way? Right. All right. Did you squeeze the squid what, what into you the do pot? To the squid? <laughs> did you terrify it? <laughs> was the squid happy? <laughs> you know, I have my intimidation. You know. Oh my god. Well, when it comes to this, like I mean, I would I hated you know like I hated school, but like when it comes to stuff like beer sauce or anything else. I do catch myself like reading up, keeping a keen eye out. And I noticed the, I read about the Kuru burger in Japan. Okay. That's, if, if listeners don't know much, Google Kuru, it's K-U-R-O in Japan. And it is an all black bun, sprinkled with light sesame buns, black cheese, beef burger. And that's pretty much it. It looks it looks crazy, especially with the sesame seeds on it, and you know that kind of stuck. Um, we do it here in the states, but apparently they use a really dark green ink. And oh yeah, I heard about that. It actually um, had so an effect on some people's bowels, oh, in which it, it came oh, out yeah. came out very green. That made them really freak out. <laughs> I can imagine so. Yeah. So. Those are my options with turning it black, where it's just that really dark green stuff, or going with the squid ink. And I chose the squid ink because, you know, I was on this whole, let's try to make it as natural as possible. Kind of kick, I think that's you know? a better way to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the yeah. pooping thing, definitely. Because <laughs> if I get the green apple splatters from this, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> There's another hashtag for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sauce hobo, green apple splatters. Yeah. Pop citizen. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be green apple. I, it's like forest green. Like, you're going to be scared of your poop. Um, you, Do I need to get a swatch from Lowe's? To figure out how, yeah. what's going on? Pantone yeah. 0204. <laughs> well, this get, sauce is exactly why uh, barbecue t-shirts are not white. Right. Because <laughs> even on my fingers, I'm like, damn. Yeah. They, Look it, at that. But th- this is why it, exactly it most of my, my t-shirts are black that yeah. I have that are barbecue. Yeah. And if they do make white ones, it's some promo that somebody screwed up. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's amateur yeah. night when yeah. you see people like, what do you think with do beer with shirts, too? Like, yeah. Because yeah. we spill all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, we, we had white SID t shirts, and when Sick Puppy got them, I'm like, you fool. I'm like, you know how many times <laughs> you, you gotta do laundry? What are you doing? He's like, what? It looks good. I'm like, just wait. First beer fest. <laughs> Brown stain all over. Yeah, here's that your is, lesson. That is not a mistake we made. We have black and dark blue. <laughs> That's what it's all about. All right. Well, another good sauce from Jamal. Agreed. Uh, it's going to be hard when we get to the podium at the end of this episode to rank uh, gold, silver, and bronze. But we'll see how that works out. But for why they now, pay us the big bucks? Yes. But for now, Adam has a little bit of a uh, barbecue trivia quiz. 12 years, I'm still not getting paid. (laughs) Oh, yes. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, It's very simple. We're just going to have ourselves a a simple quiz uh, based on on barbecues and meats and things of that ilk. What I'm going to do is going to go to each individual. I'm going to ask you a question. You have two opportunities. If you were able terrible to terrible at this stuff. That's okay. That's I'm right. gonna lose my barbecue card before I even serve my first brisket. Right. Guys, guys, chill out. That's why I'm here. I don't know shit about shit. Yeah. 
Don't worry. You're good enough. You're smart enough. And gosh darn, darn it, it. People, people like love you. you. <laughs> Is there a mirror I can say that? <laughs> So, Work for Michael Jordan. Any <laughs> thoughts by checking it? No. So, uh, if you can answer this question without the multiple choice uh, answers available to you, you get two points. If you answer it with the multiple choice, you get one point. I don't know who's gonna go first, so Steve's gonna go first. Sure, whatever. Okay, <laughs> Steve, I'm gonna I'm gonna come at you with uh, with a question that I don't know if you're gonna get. Yeah, that's fine. I don't, I'm here to make the other two look better. Hopefully, then this is a good question to yeah. start. With. The, 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 the basic setup of this is: we have a barbecue lover and connoisseur in mm-hmm. Doug. We have a barbecue maker in Jamal. Yeah, and we have a really fat guy in me. Well, I think the three of us got pretty covered with the last one. Well, I, I'm still fatter than all of you, so fuck off. <laughs> I am trying to catch up with you, but it's it's tough. Uh, I'm, much, only... I'm much taller than you, so. <laughs> You have a lot of you have a lot of space to make up. <laughs> I, I I can only eat so many snacks a day though, but I'm trying. Snacks and beer. That's how you do it. Oh. <laughs> you got to stack them up. That's Steve, great. are you ready for question number one? I'm ready. Okay. This president, known as Old Hickory, distributed hickory toothpicks and canes at Hickory Fired Barbecues as part of his presidential promotions. Go to go to the multiple. Okay. I, 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 I'll know his name, but... Okay. Clicker. Yeah. <laughs> Your options are Ulysses S. Grant, mm-hmm. Andrew Jackson, mm-hmm. John Adams, mm-hmm. or Calvin Coolidge? Uh, Andrew Jackson. Very nice. Yeah. One point to Steve. Is it either him or the... We had that one Zachary Gibson or whatever the hell his name Zachary was. Zachary Taylor? Taylor? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said you were terrible at this stuff. He's good at presidential <laughs> trivia, I guess. <laughs> I'm actually reading the Andrew Jackson book right now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the War of 1812. Hmm. Gee, I wonder who's named Old Mesquite then. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, His first name is KC. <laughs> I'm pretty sure George Washington would be Old Cherry, so... Uh, yeah. oh, 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 old Mesquite, I assume, would be uh, yeah, LBJ. Sure. He's a Texan. Sure. Yeah. He's post-Oak, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Doug, are you ready? Sure. Okay. The Beef Clod... Is from what part of the cow? The what? The beef clod. The oh beef clod. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go to the multiple choice? Absolutely. Your choices are the butt, the shank, the ribs, or the shoulder. Shoulder. And you are correct. <sighs> Nicely done. Nicely done. Pressure's on, Jamal. It's one oh, to one. Jesus. That's right. Are you ready for question number one? Oh my God. Three. Well, for him, it's number well, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Okay. It, it was it was fun being. <laughs> you just gotta believe in yourself. Lose all you can the whole do business. This. Intramuscular fat in a cut of beef is more commonly known as what? Oh, that's marbling. Two points. Mother fudge. <laughs> Oh, very good. That was yeah. Yeah, you're crushing. That was quick oh. too. Yeah, for the people at home, I didn't edit that. He just was that quick. <laughs> Anyone that's chopped for a steak. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. No, I'm. I belong to like 13 different like barbecue groups on Facebook because I'm really trying. <laughs> We're probably in a lot of the same ones. Then. Yeah. Trust me, and I see a lot of stuff about Kobe beef and wagyu. So I have an American wagyu brisket in my basement. Oh my Ooh, god. Shit. What do we do? I got a brisket rub. I'm coming out with crazy. <laughs> Collaboration. I think we got like some this. magic happening here. You got my chocolate and your peanut butter. <laughs> this is Officer Easy. 
Steve, are you <laughs> Are you ready for question number two? Sure. Okay. True or false? Cattle do not have collarbones. I'm not some sort of veterinarian. Veterinarian? Um. Would you like the multiple choice? True. <laughs> true or false or none of the above? Oh. True. They don't have collarbones. That is correct. Oh, good. Do I get two points for that one? You do. All right. Hooray. <laughs> so, congratulations. You are currently winning. Okay. Three. Good. good. All right. Doug, are you ready? Commander. I got one point, so I'm happy now. I can. I can kick back and, and relax. Are I, you ready? I already scored more than the Pirates, so... <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Those bunch of assholes. Okay, you are on the board. I'm going to derail this again. Let's and go. You, can, you can tie Steve with this question. May 28th celebrates this cut of meat. You can go to the multiple oh, choice. multiple choice. Huh? Okay. <laughs> it is the shoulder, the shank, the brisket, and the tri-tip. May 28th? May 28th. Tri-tip. That is incorrect. It actually May, celebrates the brisket. May what May twenty eighth? I have no idea what it, what that is significant for. I just it's it is. usually like a Memorial Day. What? Yeah, well, we're doubling up. Okay, <laughs> veterans and, and brisket. All right. Yeah. So I there you go. Brisket's only been significant for like the last 30, 40 mm. years, maybe. So that's brand. I'm like. Yeah. 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 Damn, Google? <laughs> I can't Your get phone to you right, right there. God bless That's brisket, right. though. Mm-hmm. Let's, can we just take a time? It's it's worth... It's worth the time. It's, it's worth <laughs> the time. Yeah. I don't care how you cook it. Just don't goddamn boil it. Ugh, if no. I run into Ugh. another person who's just like, oh, by the way, I, when I get my ribs started, I boil them. Ugh. You just want meat soup then. <laughs> Have you ever thought about starting them with a punch in the face first? <laughs> I thought I had brisket till I went to Texas and I had my first piece at, at Salt Lake and went, bullshit. <laughs> this is brisket. What the shit I got up north? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that, no. that was like eye-opening. All of a sudden my beer trip turned into, where else can we get? <laughs> Which they have a TARDIS out front, by the way. Salt Lake. Nice. Big fan of the TARDIS. I think people up here just don't understand... They don't care about like taking the time. Like I think that's why a lot of the brisket up here tastes like boiled or you know like. That's well, because most people would rather just go to like Chili's or Applebee's. Yeah, let's go to Smoky Bones. Yeah. I got it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So right. Jamal, are you ready for your next question? I am not. Okay. Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> what city is called the barbecue capital of the world? What city? So the city, yes. I have multiple choice available. If I get it wrong, you get nothing. You nothing. lose, sir. <laughs> oh, good day. Right. It's, yes. It's yes. Dormont. <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka. <laughs> I love it. You get nothing. You lose. Ah. Good day, sir. Oh, God. Can we just take a time out to say Gene Wilder was wonderful in that movie? He was. Yeah. I'm going to have to go, even though I want to guess. I do have multiple choice available. I know, but I, I I felt so good getting the two points last time. I wanted to jump into a commanding lead. Fudge it. I, I think it's... I'm going with... I'm going to say it right now. Okay. That I'm going to go with a multiple choice, but I think it's KC. You are going with the multiple choice. Is yes. that my understanding? Okay. Your options are Memphis, Tennessee. Sri Lanka. Kansas City, Missouri. Damn it. Amarillo, Texas. And Lexington, North Carolina. Oh, it's so 
You have 10 seconds. I really thought Dormont had it. I'm going to do the Monty Hall and switch, even though I said KC first. Okay. Um, Jesus. Memphis. That is incorrect. Kansas City is also incorrect. Oh, Jesus. The answer is actually Lexington, North Carolina. Really? really? Something they gave right. to themselves. Pretty much. I can only assume. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> honestly, I was, I was sitting here, I was like, I bet it's St. Louis. But then, no, there, that wasn't even a choice. Right. That, that would have been a good one to throw in there, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I had I had to get Texas in there somehow. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, it was not no, Amarillo. Was just, First of all, you were probably watching next necessary roughness because that is yeah that yeah. Is, yeah the armadillos. I think that uh, weren't they Amarillo? The Amarillo armadillos. I thought they were like North I Texas mean, State North or something Texas. like that. <laughs> yeah, but I think it wasn't like Amarillo or something. Who okay. cares? Kathy Ireland was their kicker. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Bakula was their quarterback. That's a quality <laughs> team right there. <laughs> <laughs> you got Sinbad on defense. All right, now you're going past the cast list that I don't know. That's okay. Once we, you get past Sinbad, but, I got nothing. But he was not dressed as a genie. What <laughs> <laughs> was he? So back to these sauces. Yes. We have the Pendark barbecue sauce we had here on, on segment three. Uh, let's do a quick review on this. What did you guys think? Uh, Steve, I'll start with you. I, I like this one. It's a, it's a lot kind of a smoother and creamier i've already said it's a thicker sauce there you get more of the beer because i don't think there's as many spices and other additives in it as the other two sauces we had i thought it was pretty good though mm-hmm. doug thoughts yeah what he said <laughs> <laughs> this one was definitely uh it definitely had a thicker body than the other two that we've had um it was a little bit more of a mellow taste to it. Um, I, I'm still not sure what exactly I would I would put it on because it's. I wouldn't put it on ribs. I won't put it on pork. It's it's tough. I don't know because it's. I, I'm used to a lot of like, uh, lighter sauces, lighter bodied sauces on some of those other things. Ribs. I just. I think it's a visual thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen black on ribs. I'm just like no. <laughs> so it's that's probably why I'm not thinking ribs. Um, yeah, the beer definitely stuck out more, I think, in this one than than the other two, which wasn't a bad thing at all. It's just I, I'm not sure how I would use it. I would use it. I just I don't know what I would put it on yet. I feel like it's another thing. Like, I also just wanted to keep saying chicken for everything because we were eating chicken tonight. <laughs> so. Frog legs or... Interesting, yeah. Um, yeah I'm, not, I'm not sure what I would use on And I think it comes down to it being a visual thing, though. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, the green ketchup that, that Heinz came out with. Yeah, like, I, I love the taste of it, but I'm like... I, just, I have a hard time. Like, what would I put that on? Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do the green ketchup. <laughs> now, my dad would see that and be like, that's how I make my steaks. Yeah. Not green, the, the black. Right. The oh, black. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think, I hey, think oh, he has I to eat, look at I those recipes. Shit out of that. Here's more of that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, that's that's what happens when novelty meets actual, like, an actual good product. Like, mm-hmm. you're not just trying to fleece people for their money. You actually give them. So, I mean, it is tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, people are visual. And it's gonna freak some people out. Yeah, the, I, I, it's good. I'm just I'm trying to think. It's gonna be, have to be with a very colorful dish. Like, whatever dish you serve that with, it's the colors are really gonna pop with it being black. Yeah. Um, well, no, especially uh, in some of the white serving bowls that we had, uh, just that juxtaposition yeah. of that black sauce on the right. on the white mm-hmm. porcelain was just it it just popped Seriously, it that looks much like more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah. like paint up on the side. <laughs> it's it sticks. It's perfect. Like yeah. it, it sticks. This is the kind of consistency I want to see out of some of my tomato-based, like thicker, bolder sauces, and don't wear white. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, my take on this, uh, again, very enjoyable sauce. I almost said beer out of habit. It's made uh, with beer. Yeah. It is. That's true. With the Pendark, which I'm a fan of just in general. Uh, so using that in this beer is is another plus in this beer. In, in this sauce. sauce is a plus. But uh, I, I like this. Uh, this sauce, uh, it's it's got that good uh, body to it. Uh, obviously, on the visuals, uh, it, I mean that that's the draw. The initial draw is is the visual with it being just that that just black, uh, and that's really cool. It draws you in, but it also keeps you around with the taste. It's a good taste. It's got a good mouthfeel to it. It's just just a good just a good sauce. I, I know I've said that before on other ones, but I mean it, it applies to this one too. Well, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Cool. Well, for now, though, we uh, we have to rank these sauces, and at the end, we'll give Jamal the chance to rank his babies. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I think uh, let's start with Adam. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, first thing I had to say is there is not a bad one in the bunch here. Hmm. Uh, these rankings are, are kind of, uh, I'll, I'll say, borderline not necessary, uh, simply because these are all good sauces, and it all comes down to just kind of my personal taste. Uh, in terms of quality, in terms of good sauces, they're all good, bottom line. Uh, but uh, in the bronze medal position, I am going to put this Pendark Barbecue. Uh, I, I think the biggest reason it went there is because I'm not entirely sure how I would use it. it. It is definitely the best in terms of visuals. It's definitely the coolest looking one. Uh, bar none, it definitely has the most visual appeal to it, uh, simply because it is so different, and I like that. The silver metal position, I'm going to go with the Hooray for IPA sauce. I like that. Uh, it had some some good bite to it. It wasn't overly uh, fighty. <laughs> fighty. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but it is now. We'll hashtag that one as well. <laughs> So in the gold medal position, I gotta go with the your arrogance amuses me. Uh, that was a fantastic sauce. It had a good amount of heat to it, but it was also on that right level where it didn't punish you. Uh, it was an enjoyable heat, but it was still an enjoyable heat for somebody that enjoys heat. It's not kind of an entry level heat. It's got some zip. It's got pep. Uh, it's got heat, and I like that. Uh, so that's why that one's going in in the gold medal position, and that's the one. If I had to make a choice, that's the one that would be in my fridge tonight. Cool. I'm gonna go next simply because I agree completely with your rankings. Oh, okay then. <laughs> I, I I don't have really much to add. The only thing I'll add is uh, you guys seem to be having trouble figuring out what to do with this pen dark barbecue. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually a lot simpler than you guys are making it, and it's just it's just burgers. Oh. Yeah. It's just burgers. Like it, Jamal said, it, it's kind of inspired by that, uh, uh, the the Kuro um, mm. cheeseburger from Burger King in Japan. You, you just put it on a burger. It's got it's got the, the, the mayo, it's got the tomato, it's got the mustard. It's kind of an all-in-one sauce that you just kind of bloop, try it out with that. That's my suggestion. <laughs> Doug, rankings? Hmm. I actually like that with the burger. That, that's, <laughs> that's a good idea with that. I'd almost mix that in with the the meat before I would I would cook it, and I'm just thinking because I'm a sloppy person, I would have that. <laughs> I'd have black stuff all over yeah. my hands. Yeah, you might plate. save yourself some. <laughs> I just get a wet my face and be like, <laughs> just like smudges all over me. You're uh, definitely gonna fingerprint yourself. <laughs> Look like you've been sweeping chimneys after so, eating. <laughs> so my number, th uh, sorry, my my bronze would be this uh, the black blood of the earth. <laughs> a little hot tip to. Uh, the old Texas tea? The Jack Burton <laughs> Black gold. and the, the Pork tea. Chop Express. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, I think we have a lot of the same thoughts on the, on the black sauce. I, 
Yeah, I, I'm thinking more of Torch Burgers now. Now that you said that, that would make that make a lot of sense for it. Um, I'm actually anxious to figure out what I could do with it because I've never <laughs> seen black sauce like that before. Yeah. Like that really excites me. Like that's really freaking cool. Uh, let's see. Skipping over the silver to get all the drama to the top spot, uh, I'm gonna have to go with the, the hoppy one for my for my gold medal because I think that is just a perfect balance of everything I'm looking for uh, out of these sauces. The heat I liked with the arrogance, which is why that, that's coming in with the silver medal because as much as I, I liked it, I can only have so much of it. Whereas I could do a lot and eat a lot with <laughs> with, with the, the hoppy one. The, your hoppy one is just, dude, I, I really love it. Thank you. I'm coming out of tonight like, I got to get more of that. <laughs> and the hot one too, but it's I, that one's going to take me longer to get through. <laughs> exactly. All right, Jamal, you're up. Tell us, what's which are your favorite? babies? Yeah, what's your favorite child? <laughs> of those three. Of those three. Oh, my God. I understand you might have like 25 across the years of, you know, working in state college and putting all kinds of things together, but just tonight, these three. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, obviously, we know Funkalicious would be up there mm-hmm. if it were allowed in because that's <laughs> in Area 51, but restricting it to these three. The Pendark, which name pending, it's it's probably going to change in some form, but for right now, code name Pendark, it would probably come in. I think I got to agree. It, it's it is it is the bronze medal one. I think it, I think it might be with you guys. It is a, like a color issue because we're not we're not used to, and I don't mean this in like a world sense. I mean like in <laughs> the Pantone sense of the word. Um, I think that's just uh, it because it. It, it, it kind of messes with you. It is kind of a, a mindfuck kind of sauce, if you don't mind my language. My language. <laughs> um, but it, it does mess with you. My silver metal one, well, I've already stated which one's my favorite, and that's a Ray for IPA. Um, but the silver metal go, you know, goes to the Your Arrogance Amuses Me, because it's, it's, it does have great flavor. Um, so even if you can't do hot all the time, you should try it. Um, the beer comes out phenomenally at least in my opinion you know the the ale's not obstructed even with the fruitiness that you know i do i do do like pears mango peaches and papaya in there (laughs) i do do yeah but it's something you know that i researched to put those things together but i gotta go just with doug i mean it's just usually that voice in my head like i said hates everything i do but it was able to shut it up um it is it's it's good. I watched Doug just like wipe wipe a container clean because it's just <laughs> yeah. you know I still got a little bit left here you know but it's just it's good. Very versatile sauce. Yeah, and you really you get that tang when you put it on pulled pork. You'll see. Cool. Well, I'm gonna turn it back over to Doug. We're gonna do a little final wrap up here, but I want to give our wonderful guests a chance to uh, just kind of plug everything where you can find them where they're going to be, what they want to sell. <laughs> this could be a whole other episode by the time I'm done with all my stuff. <laughs> yeah. So you can find him at Target. He will be buying a waste basket. No, no, no. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be sick. sick. Uh, <laughs> so you'll be able to find, uh, should I drink that? By searching, should I drink that on iTunes, all that fun stuff, uh, Google Play. Or just go to should I drink that.com, the home for the last 12 years. Uh, 
which is going to actually start redirecting you to the news site. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, new host uh, moving over from Libsyn to Fireside, so that should be done soon. Uh, I'm going to have a new show coming out, recorded a couple weeks ago. It's kind of a filler to make sure I didn't break any of the feeds. Which is very key. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. everyone's going to re-download all the shows from the last 12 years. <laughs> My numbers are going to be awesome. <laughs> you can find us on all your favorite social media, social networking networks, <laughs> I guess. Uh, see, on Twitter, at SIDT, Facebook, Instagram, Google+, Plus, yeah, sure, whatever else is out there. Uh, <laughs> should I drink that all one word? And then Yin's Love Barbecue is yinslovebbq.com. Also, Yin's Love BBQ on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and YouTube once in a while when I, I throw stuff up there. I love the Instagram. I'm all about it because barbecue pictures are sexy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's where you can find me. Um, coming up this weekend, which uh, the show's going to be out in time for it, is... Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, we've got Grill Your Ace Off going on in West Newton at uh, Williams Ace Hardware. Money goes towards Children's Hospital and also local children's charities. And then uh, there's the Heinz Field Barbecue Fest is going on Labor Day weekend. It is Labor Day, not Memorial. Yeah, it'll, it is it'll, Labor Day yeah. weekend. Yep. And then uh, there's a few other items. Go to yinslovebbq.com slash events, and you can get a list of all the events coming up in the area. Also, there is the first ever state cook-off championship going on in western Pennsylvania. It'll be happening also at Williams Ace Hardware in West Newton, uh, the 28th of September. Top prize, $500 to cook a steak. Oh, boy. And you also get an invite to the World Championship of Steak in Fort Worth. How do you get to be a judge? <laughs> there are classes for it, but I, I'm going to enter it this year. And also, if you, uh, if you enter and win using a pit barrel cooker... It's an extra two fifty, so you can walk out with seven hundred fifty bucks. Oh shit! I would like to go all in. <laughs> World Series all, of Steak. All the information for this could be found or can be found on yinslobbq.com. That's all I have. Awesome! Thank you. you can definitely tell Doug has done this before. <laughs> I talk a lot. <laughs> uh, Jamal, go ahead and give your plugs out. Where can people find you on oh, social media? Oh my god. You are going to have to find me also in the Target parking lot. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> coming up this weekend. Coming up. Coming up. Oh, corks and kegs. Friday, 5 to 9, 12 to 8, and 12 to 6, the Meadows Casino. Ah. Be there. Be there. Be there. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's what we're going to be. That's what we're heading towards this weekend. Um, we canceled everything next week, but the regular schedule should should resume with um you know monday we do robinson's farmer's market tuesday bethel park wednesday bellevue thursday i've tried to ingratiate myself with the people that do market square they have a wonderful market there um i beg i plead i send cute emojis begging all all the dust the stuff uh, fridays forest hills saturday uptown mount lebanon I know that's analog for all the people who actually like to go out and do stuff. <laughs> now, for those futuristic people, it is 412bbq.com. I just got approval to put Area 51, Your Arrogance Amuses Me, and Hooray for IPA on there, as well as Gold Dust and Cajun and the Brisket Rub. They're all going to be added um, when I get a little bit of time. It might take me a couple of weeks. If you really want, they're all... 
eligible for me to sell now. So if they're not on the site, just message me on Facebook. You can message me at Uncle Jammy at 412barbecue.com. Jammy is J-A-M-M-Y. You just hit me up. I will meet you anywhere. I'm like, I know we talked like the mac and cheese battle. I will meet him anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I watch old school wrestling. I will take you down. Ooh, yeah. No. 412BBQ at Instagram. The412BBQ at Snapchat. Um, 412BBQ, I think, at Google+. Plus. But yes, please, call, try my sauces. Come out. Find me somewhere in the world. Um because I want you to try it. I just want you to be happy. I have a million concepts. If you don't like something, I'll find something else you like. I'll make it, and it'll be good. Awesome. Well, if you want to find us, we're on social media as well. All you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, just search Hop Nation USA on Stitcher, Podbean, and iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. But that is how we grow the show. And we also grow the show by you telling your friends. So go out there, tell your friends to listen to us. Tell your friends to buy some sauce from Jamal. Tell your friends to go look up yinslovebarbecue.com and find some of the best places to have barbecue in Pittsburgh. Don't forget about the mac and cheese fight between me and Doug. Oh, and we'll bring that. Yeah. And we'll be sponsoring a mac and cheese fight <laughs> alongside the KSWA <laughs> sometime <laughs> in the future. For maybe uh, maybe next year under the bridge. <laughs> Battle it'll, under it'll the bridge. It'll be good. <laughs> uh, Thank you. There's my dad joke from the night. <laughs> you chatta be ready. <laughs> oh. Adam, do you have anything else? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the pun guy. He should be. I should be. These. I'm not. I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm all provolone on this one. <sighs> Uh, that's a stretch. It was. Ayo. It was. Like a mozzarella. Nice. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. You just got owned with a cheese pun. I know. He, like, every he now and then, every now and then, I'll get him. Yeah, every now get, and then. He'll get me. That's okay. Return service there. You, like, <laughs> tried to smack it, just smacked it right back. As a lactose intolerant guy, I'm highly offended by this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I just want to thank our guests again. Thanks, Doug, for coming out. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Jamal. And uh, with that, we'll... See you all next week for episode 75. That's a big one. Yes. We'll see what happens. Yeah. The button has been pushed. Good. It's more like the button has been depressed. I mean, he'll come out of it. It's fine. Yeah, he's just oh. having a rough, rough month. Oh rough God! Month. <laughs>